What is art? The rehearsal. That rehearsals art? Yeah, I gotta start watching it. I, I, I get so many recommendations. There's only one episode? Yeah. How long is the episode? 45 minutes. That's it? Yeah, the next episode airs tomorrow. Oh, I'm not gonna watch out. this. I feel like I don't want to watch... I, I, I don't really like watching stuff while it's still being made. It, it just... There's something... Even prior to the binge era, there's something so disconnecting uh, about waiting between weeks. Um, that moment, you have a lot of shows that are designed to. I'm watching. I'm recently rewatching Supernatural, and you have a lot of shows that are designed to have you know maybe a cliffhangery ending or you know build on something, and then you you start from kind of nothing in the beginning of that 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 hour long episode or whatever. And you're, you, you know, remember what happened last week, but you know, it's been a week, so you're not really thinking that much about it. Or if something impactful happened, um, like a character, you know, getting shot and maybe dying or something, um, you have had a week to like process it and then it goes and then you're jumping back in. And then I don't feel like, you know, the emotion is, is right. You, the, it, there's a weird, this isn't that, that lack show. of continuity. Yeah, this is not the kind of show where you have to worry about. And I also feel like for me, this show is part of a zeitgeist that that I got it that I got to be a part of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have a lot of people been telling you, have you been hearing um, yes. word, word on the street about the rehearsal? I have. Yeah. Yeah. I've, people, I've, people I work with. Oh, really? Are, are watching it. And, people you work yeah. with. Wow. A group of people I rarely talk about. I know. But that's pretty wild. I, like some dirt merchants at work watching what you watch. I know. Now you're on. You're, you can be on their level. You can. You can be their friend. The, I I try to avoid that. Why? Um, I don't want people at work to know what I'm about or oh. to know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, because the, the moment that I add someone on Steam is the moment I have to consciously think. Oh, okay. Sure. About when I'm logging into. Or or consciously think about like, damn. Jeff from work plays all these like hentai puzzle games. What's up with that? I, I don't feel like I can talk to Jeff from work anymore. But it's also like if they're logging on during the work day, I don't want to think about that. You know, like that's none of my business. Sure. So I don't want like. Can't you just go um whatever uh, invisible? I don't want to have to think about it. You don't have to. Think I don't want to put that kind of pressure on somebody else. You don't want to put that that pressure on Jeff. You want to he he has to play those those hentai puzzle games loud and proud. Yeah, that's exactly. fair. Je- Jeff got to live Jeff's life, you know. They whatever makes you happy outside of work. If you're not hurting someone, then let it be. Also, I never want to feel like oh I I would get a new job, but I feel like a camaraderie. Like I don't believe in that kind of thing. That is interesting that you say that. I you know I often dislike my job deeply and am just you know tired of i've been in healthcare for 10 years i've been in emt for like seven years seven a little over seven years now i guess yeah like actually like i maybe i actually i think i've been in healthcare well i i think i was in healthcare around uh 2011 i guess so it's like been like 11 years or so and maybe i've been in emt for like eight of those years so i'm just tired of it and i'm also tired of my um, I work in a very busy area and um, definitely am on a lot of calls uh, where, you know, you just see stuff you super don't want to see. And yeah, for a I while, hear if you've worked there, you could uh, work anywhere for a while I, in, I, in the EMS racket. Probably. I mean, I, I'm waiting to go to, uh, to to medic, which actually could be really, really soon. It could be next month. 
Um, uh, it sounds like it could be next month for me, where I start Luck. the medic class. Then it's uh, a nine-month, extremely rigorous uh, class with tons of going to um, ERs and going oh, to so like, it's hospital like being rotations. Pregnant. It's it's I, I I mean it's nine months. I, it's extremely yeah. rigorous. You go to the the Lamas. You go to the ER. This you, what you're saying I, is I I know nothing no, about I, I hear you. Uh, female anatomy. But I, I think what you're saying and I agree with it. I just haven't thought about it in this terms. Is that after this class, I'm going to be able to turn to women and say I understand actually. Um, uh, what you, you go like through, you're going to experience postpartum when it's like my job used to be. My job uh, used to be EMT and now medic. I, what you I go, used to be, I, I used to be a piece of shit. Yeah, I used to be a piece of shit. I, I, I I'll, I'll love from from that from now on when when uh, a woman is in labor pains and complaining about pregnancy, um, I'll just say, you think this is hard? I, I yeah, I went through a a a, a medic class, so <laughs> you it's think kind this of, is hard? Have you ever had blue balls? It, it's basically kind of like the same thing because we, it it also lasts nine months. Um, well, let's not. So most of so most of the way that things work is the amount of months that they are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like so I think for the Army, it's three months. So I'm an EMT. I went to a four-month, I think, class for, for when I went into the FDNY and three months for when I was in the outside in the FDNY. So together, that's kind of like seven months, and that's almost doubly as hard as the Army, right? Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, any, that, that adds up. And any kind of problem that you'd have, you know, like any kind of thing you'd have is like, you, know, you just compare it to the time and then that, and then you, you got it nailed down. Pregnancy, not that hard. Nine months. I did something for nine months that was hard. So don't complain to me. Yeah. Menstrual cramps. So, one so day. We, 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 get we over got here yourself. talking about camaraderie. Did you, do you feel oh. camaraderie at work? Oh does yeah. It, does I, it keep I, that's like my favorite thing invested? about, about how I, I, about my area is like the, um, conversations I have with people I work with. I really, really like the people I work with. And I, for a long time, thought I would want to go to a slower area like Queens, mm. where you, in Queens, a lot of the areas, people get like two calls a day on a 12-hour shift. You you can, you know, relax. Uh, a lot of times where, where where they tell me to sit is the is the cross streets of a project, of like project buildings, where they tell like Queens people to sit is like a nice park um when i when i was doing rotations in queens the unit that i was on got to uh hang out at a park and around the park was like there was a pizza place a deli that had breakfast stuff and like sandwiches there was like a uh i think there's like a chinese food restaurant Do you know what park it was um it was just like a it was a pretty small park in it, it would have been in uh woodside queens okay um but so you like the camaraderie so I yeah too. like I, I like the camaraderie but i think it's it, it is a double-edged sword as you say they, um, they like that you get the powers that be are like ah oh, we can pay him less because he's invested yeah well they're fine with i that. mean it's it's a little different for me because it's it, in in healthcare it's not exactly the same um i think maybe when i got medic i would have like you know then it would be very easy i think for the first time in my life it after if you know i went through medic school and passed and everything I think it would be the first time where I had a no bullshit, really good resume. Because I think you, it would be pretty yeah. easy for me to, it's hard for me to imagine moving right now and saying like, I have a, like EMT, sure. I, I, I'm EMT certified and I've been in, you know, the FDNY and everyone recognizes that, but it's not, 
EMT certified is like magnitude powers less than medic. It's like usually starting pay of medic is like double that. Uh, you know, it's a much more sought after position. It, 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 EMT is like, I think, you know, you can do it through uh, for like a couple hundred dollars or something through like you know, municipal, like through like a municipal kind of thing or at like a local um, firehouse or, or EMS station or something. Um, and with medic, uh, usually if you're trying to do on the outside, it's like either a ton of college credits and a medic course, or it, usually they, they start at like 12,000 for, um, basic courses in, in medic. So it's, it is a very expensive, uh, arduous process that also has an extremely high failure rate, um, for, mm, a, for yeah. a job that there are not a lot of people doing. So medic is pretty a very small group, a pretty like you know unicorny kind of group, and it's it's not too hard for me to imagine just being able to say I'll go somewhere where rent is cheap and just apply oh, yeah. to places around there and say you know like I do you reckon do you know the FDNY like of course you do of of course do you, you know do. the FDNY and that's what I'll say do you, of course you do um, and then I'll tell them it it was kind of like um, I've had a baby so I can so I I can you know. I'm I'm very good at at uh, labor and talking to women, obviously, uh, because I can tell them that I basically understand um, how much labor pain they're going through, and, and that I don't think it's that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Which is something oh, yeah. that that women who are pregnant like to hear. I uh, I, I, I would have to say it's a, a man yeah, who finally. understands me. Oh my! They, they're like finally. I'm being told that this is not that big of a deal, and I just. I, I've been thinking it's not that big of a deal, and I feel like society is telling me that I'm supposed to make it a big deal, and, you know, I guess it's not. And then they just relax, and they're like, yeah, I'll just shit this baby out, and that's 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 just, medicine, folks. That's just what, pop it right there. Pop, pop, it, right, pop it right out. Pop it right there. Um, so. uh, but, yeah, it, uh, I, I agree with you. It, it is a double-edged sword, and it is... Like the more you like people at work, the more it is, especially right now, because the the sh- the bullshit economy, the trash economy we live in, um, the way to make money is like not to stay at one place unless you can continually like aggressively ask them for more money because you make the biggest leaps, uh, uh, the, the biggest raises uh, just by quitting yeah. your by 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 hiring getting hired somewhere else and asking for I a higher know. raise. I, I would be making so much more money if I left my job now. Th- since I got um, a director title, um, and, and I don't talk much about work, but since, since I got a, a director title, I, I could move where I am and actually be making like fifty to sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. But you know, I'll, and a lot of people talk about that. But the thing that people don't talk about a lot is how much a new job sucks. Like it's stressful. Just getting used to everything and being yeah. the new person on the block and know, like prove yourself, but not be like too like. Well, at my old job, it was you know. Yeah, and then you gotta wait. You gotta you gotta toe that line between being too like if you're if you're going in and you're being too good, then it's like oh look at this awesome hire. Jimmy's uh, getting everything done. We can we can start downsizing. Let's start firing everyone but Jimmy because Jimmy does the work of five people. Now you got. Now too much is expected of you. But if you've been at somewhere for a long time, you're like, this is what I do. I, I, I'm coasting. Yeah. I like, I, I ultimately like, I, and I'm sure you felt this way before. Like I like my job and you know, we're, we're at different pay levels, but of like, I like my job. I could be getting, that's a nice way more, to say, it. but it's enough for, 
for you know what I what I currently need is kind of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Especially since moving, when I when I lived in New York, it was much more problematic. Like I was paying more than double. Uh, it blows my mind that companies try and get off with like if you move somewhere cheaper, then we don't have to pay you as much because the the price of living is less. That is dystopian. That is nothing I, I haven't but run dystopian into that to at me. My, uh, my I, but it's a thing. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It, the, the thing is, uh, and the other part of that that's nutty is that. Um, they pay so much for an office space, right? Yeah. That by me being remote, they're saving money there. So why is it that they get to save money twice, right? Yeah. Like, why is it that, okay, you're not paying for the office space and now you want to pay me less to live somewhere cheap? Like, that doesn't add up. Yeah, I don't I don't fully understand the office in general anymore. Uh, everything is, you know, when we've come so far, we've come so uh, far, there's been parks and recreation. Uh, there's been the good place, the documentary, the, office. the documentary that you've seen. But I, oh, yes, of course. The office is not uh, everything. I just don't no. understand the yeah. office. Whenever I watch it, I don't understand it. There's a bunch of people. I don't recognize them. Am I supposed to recognize them? I like the part where the man dropped the chili. The man dropped the chili. The fat man dropped I, the chili in that one episode. I like that part. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I get confused sometimes when I'm watching TV. I'm just like, this isn't my friend. Who is this? Take him off. I thought this was Cheers. I thought this was. I thought this was Frasier. I don't know anybody's name. <laughs> I have no context. <laughs> I have no context, and I po- and I can't possibly make new memories or, or create a context for this. Uh, Video games, right? They're still out there. Um, Are they? I feel uh, like we've played all the video games. Right? Um, what I, are the new video games coming out? Stray, Game of the Week. Ooh, it looks interesting, and you get to be a cat. That was uh, me copying uh, the giant bomb cat. Uh, I have no interest in I kind of want to because it involves guy. a cat. You're, you're a cat guy. Outside of, I, I, outside I, of that. I, I, I've, I've heard a lot of stories of uh, people's cats getting really in. No way. Like, they did a great job with the animations and, like, the sounds. So uh, there's a lot of stories of, like, oh, my cat has never looked at or cared about the TV, but I put this game on and for the first time, uh, my cat is like staring at the TV and like needs to know what's going on. And the cat is like meowing back. Do you think that the cat is just watching and just thinking like, what the, this is what happens when, for people who aren't in a home, this is horrible. What the heck? This is what it's like to be a stray. I'm never leaving. No, I haven't. I actually have no, no, it looks, what is it? Platformer. Like, this yeah, is I think a video it's a game podcast like a for people who have only seen photos of podcasts. It, I mean, video it, games. Photos of podcasts. This is a video game video podcast games? for people who've only seen photos of podcasts that are about video games. So we have that much context. I mean, it is just as we are the last stop on the line of the video game train. You know, you have your giant bomb. You have your next lander. You keep going down that list, and then last stop, everybody off. You, you know. You're you're some sick freak who can't live without listening to a video game podcast every biweekly yeah. or whatever comes out, and then you listen to this. So yeah, so you, you, you know podcast. about it. So so don't. So we're you the tell last me. Podcast on the left. Yeah. You, Wait. What? You you te- you tell me. I can't like, say that legally. It can't be. It can't be the the case that I'm telling you about video games anymore. It's like you already you you listen to all the other ones. So tell so so then come here and tell me. I'll we'll do, we can we can start. How about just, you tell me about a, a video game? I'll I'll in, I'll insert um, blank spaces where I just go. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, no way. It's like it's a cat, I guess. What's the game I made up last week? Tell me about that. It's game. like Granny. Um, Something simulator. I don't know. Yeah. Tell me about that. Um, so 
so yeah, there's some video games. I, I, I first want to say because just because I think it's it, it's like interesting and it, it's a problem that uh, it's like an interesting thing that happens overall with with every video game. Um, and I'm and I'm thinking about it, it also in context of multi multiverses, which um, mm. recently uh, is I guess out in a beta in like a very easy to obtain uh, open beta where either you could pay for it or um, start streaming on Twitch and maybe by the time this this uh, uh, episode is over you'll have the key the keys or by the, the time this podcast is posted uh, the game will be out for everyone and it won't matter anyway so so last week we were talking about DNF and. DNF had a, a fantastic and very fun um, first week, and you know the future of DNF was pretty up in the air, you know. And I, I think the thing that I find the most interesting about it is that I I really hoped and and you're you you were right to say that like this wasn't uh, after after we got the leaks for how long and and Maximilian dude was playing the um the uh. Uh, combo trials. Trial modes. Yeah. Um, we in in beta and and pre and keep in mind in beta there was no awakening. So awakenings, just real quick, is that when your character when you're you're when you're playing when you hit thirty percent health you get what is like you get a passive and these range yeah, from like boost. completely horrible. There's one that's that's worse for the character. Grappler's passive is that. He takes way less um, white health, which means that he basically can't conversion after uh, awakenings. So, which which is another mechanic doesn't matter. Um, and uh, they range from kind of either detrimental in that case, or kind of cases like a character troubleshooter who gets these like kind of custom combos. His he he gets access to like new attacks, longer not really new attacks, but the his his attacks have like changed frame data. Um, and then also Hitman is another one where he has like, a, I don't know why this is the case with this character, but they gave him a shadow clone where it, it repeats the move he does um, slower, making everything he does like completely safe um, and do more damage. Um, and then other than that, also, the other thing you get is you get access to like a super attack, um, an ultra attack um, from like Street Fighter fans or something, um, where it is a high damage, you know, combo ender. And uh, it also doesn't have as much scaling. So it's kind of what you're going to use to uh, kill someone to, like, you know, uh, finish the, the, the match off. And um, the, other than the, the Ultra was in the beta, but the Awakenings were not in the beta. And the Ultras are, they're not reversals. They're not like Street Fighter where you can kind of just, like, mash them on Wake Up or, like, um, you know, reversals, like Ultras in um, uh, Guilty Gear or something like that where a lot of them have um, invincibility. These don't have any invincibility, and they have slow startup generally, so you can't really use them like that. So in the beta, without um, a uh, without a practice mode and without combo trials, the game was slower and more footsie-based, but still kind of anime in that characters did buck-wild things. And I really, I really appreciated that combination of things. I really appreciated a five or so touch game like it takes five or so combos a lot of like you do a combo for 20 percent health they get knocked down then you know it's mix up time like are, are you gonna are they gonna wake up with the super with a um reversal like do you want to bait that do you want to wake up with pressure do you're gonna grab like all that kind of like classic strike throw mentality kind of stuff um and then really quickly after uh, the game has been out with the uh, the combo trials are very good by the way and that I think that like also, Ha, uh, has sped up the uh, 
the speed at which people start so the sort combo of... trials essentially they're they're teaching you combos and what we learned very early before the game even came out is that the game has substantial combos big combos like 85 percent of your health combos that you would learn on day one just doing the combo trials that the game teaches you yeah which is really an interesting, which is like a fascinating thing because we've we've dealt with this this kind of concept before. Uh, fighting games usually want to include a uh, comeback mechanic because, and you know, the 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 back to Marvel three or back to the the first time this was like you know thought of as possibly an issue with Street Fighter four um, with with Ultra. Um, you you had a you have super you have a super gauge that kind of goes between. Uh, uh, Diff- the the rounds you're playing that um, does a super which is a much like less serious thing and you have an ultra gauge a big huge similar to, similar to like I just explained like a big huge attack combo ender reversal that does a ton of damage and has lower scaling so you, so you really get to do a, a really huge combo when you have this um, and and you know people throughout the entire life of Street Fighter Four there was always the question of like is this good is this healthy and then Marvel had X Factor. And X-Factor was uh, a step forward where you have three characters in Marvel and there was a thing called X-Factor. You could, uh, a resource you had once per game, per round of it, uh, per match, I guess, like, cause it's kind of like one match. And um, it got stronger as you lost characters. So if you got down to the third character, I think in the, initially it's like 15 seconds or so. And then when you get down to, I think it's 30 seconds when the, when one, when two characters are dead, uh, and then when you get down to like the your final final character, I believe it's like forty five seconds. It's like it's it really be that I, long. I, no, I guess it couldn't be. It couldn't be. But also, Marvel seconds aren't the same as regular seconds, so I guess Maybe I have it's a like hard five, time. Five, ten, fifteen, or something. I don't know. No, it's definitely longer than fifty. It's definitely like close to thirty. It, it was. It's crazy how like I mean, go back and watch the Marvel. I don't know if it's forty five. Um, it, we, maybe we can. Uh, Google this up. Either but, way, yeah, like but, some. But, it, but it was long. It, 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 I mean, the point the point being that it was long, and that also you get this like insane damage. You get really, really strong. Your movement gets faster. You do more damage. So in Marvel, you had this kind of just robbery kind of thing that would happen where you the the person is playing really good the whole time. They they just they beat one of your characters. They beat the second one of your characters. You're on the last character, and this usually be like an anchor that was designed to steal the game and to work well with X Factor. So you pop X Factor, and then it could be that alone that you like reverse call a reverse ocv reverse one character victory um and so you know comeback mechanics have been in fighting games for a long time but what makes this game so kind of interesting is that the current way that it kind of plays in a lot of cases is that um mana which is a really interesting mechanic is that as you take damage you gain access to more mana and that recovers on its own and um, that's what you use to use your like special moves and your damaging moves. Um, you get more of it uh, as you get as you get hurt. So in the beginning of, of a round, uh, the combos do like around twenty percent. Um, they did they really don't do that much. So what you can imagine happening now that the game is getting better and that like you know uh, offense is getting tightened up is that the round starts and then someone wins neutral. And then uh, they hit the person for like a twenty percent damage combo, and now they have a mix-up opportunity. In which case, you know, they're generally the stronger one, uh, like uh, of the power of the power dynamic. Now the person's knocked down; they have to make like hard reads, and maybe they do another twenty percent damage combo because now this first person, like, they still only have the hundred mana. You know, like they don't have a lot of mana, and in a lot of cases, you get that like case where the person does one or two combos; they're doing pretty well. 
Um, now they're getting the other person low, and if they knock that person into awakening, then that person now has access to like 200 man like mana. They are uh, super like they have the they have really longer high damage combos, and they have this ultra attack that isn't scaled, and that's where you get into these like 80% damage combos. And just like any game, as people get better at it, now we're really at the point where people aren't dropping those and. You're, so you really are getting this like uh, you know one or two touch and then the person one person gets gets their awakening and now the game will end on the next hit even if like you've been winning um and and that can feel very frustrating um i i think for me it's just more frustrating because uh the game lacks like completely lacks any sort of defensive mechanics yes. um outside of uh the universal dp and I think it, it's it's made the game feel a lot like sweatier is like the only word I have for it. If, if we're playing Guilty Gear Strive or something, which is a, an anime game that's kind of also a two-touch, like you really do a ton of damage in combos um, to the point where like you already, you, they in Strive you pretty much have access to like 80% damage combos pretty quickly. Um, you, you still have stuff like Advancing Guard to push people off. You still have stuff like... Um, uh, burst, which is probably the biggest one of all these. You have um, the RC, which can like uh, be used sometimes defensively. Uh, so there's kind of these, these more mechanics. So you can you know mess around for a little bit and take a risk and you know put you, you know have your burst and then maybe do something a little bit more risky and then get caught and then get out of it and then have more choices to be made. And this game, you already qu- very quickly on in its early stages, it, it feels like you won't get a lot of choice and that you, like a, a minor mistake or like a dropped combo can lead to a complete like reversal that is just frustrating. It makes it feel like very sweaty and like just very like if you're not perfect and like really like tight with your combos and you're neutral, you make that one mistake. And like now, especially when the game gets a little bit later into the round and, and like even if you've done it pretty well, you get to the point where you just can't make a mistake anymore because the next touch is going to win. No matter how good you're doing, like the next, like once you get the person low, it's hard for you to kill the person when, and when you're not in awakening, and it's easy for them to kill you once they've gotten awakened. So it's very, it's been very interesting to see the kind of like overall uh, way that this game is has uh, has changed. And I guess like I what what I was really hoping and and where multiverses ties into it is that it's kind of it's really nice increasingly to have. A game that is a, an actual party game. I think like we, you, like you and 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 friend of the show Galloway. Uh, thank you, Ryan Galloway, and Bumper for the use of your music. You use the intro and outro. You can get it off the new album, uh, Pop Songs 2020. Uh, you can find them at the, at uh, YouTube, where you can find links to all their their merchandise. Um, they, I, I kind of want like fun games because it, it's it's so weird to say that because sure. a lot a lot of the games we play like Valorant. I I love so much as a game and as a concept, but if you're not playing Valorant, that game lets you know. And uh, and when you're playing not playing like a fighting game or you're having an off day, sometimes like you know like it it's not always fun like being like beaten up on for a long time and like not getting to 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 play or feeling like everything you do is a mistake in 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 the fighting game. And that's why like it is kind of fun to have these games like Smash Brothers or something the way when it's played the correct way. Um, that just feels a little bit wackier. It's like, you know, it's it's more random and you can't 
you know, perfect it as much. You know, I, people try and will do it to Smash Brothers. So I was hoping that for DNF. I was hoping that DNF would be the kind of thing where we would be all jumping on. That, that was another thing. I was like, you know, I was jumping on to all these different characters. And, and we're already in the stage where you can't really do that because you need to have good combos to compete like if the other person can kill you in two combos and it takes you five combos to kill someone because you're still working with like day one stuff then you know that's an issue because you have to guess right a lot of times um so that's kind of like a a a huge thing on like the current state of dnf duel and i think one of the 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 other thing is that we don't know if it's ever going to get patched so that is like a little worrisome i think in a lot of cases any fighting game is going to come out broken it is weird every i I feel like it, it can't possibly be getting updates because every game not not just fighting games not just live service games but every game wants you to know that it has new stuff coming before the game's even out yeah there's there's a multiverse it's got a a hundred dollar pack with that gives you um like what is it like 30 character tokens or something like character um yeah so so like it's got all this stuff and games want to tell you up front that like this is a this is a games as a service thing this is a live service um there's there's more in the future and um with arxis or guilty gear or capcom or anything like those those the companies are pretty good about you know, having a season pass or something. And that season pass tells you there's at least like a year or so of this probably planned that, you know, in all, not in all cases, sometimes like, you know, the game just flops and then they have to like ditch the season pass. But at the very least that there, there's more of this planned and that the company has a stake in the well-being and the health of this game. If this game gets out of control, that the company should want to step in and say like this character is out of control or this kind of thing is out of control and we need to scale it back. And in this game, it's the weirdest thing, like, I, 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 just like you say, like, it's almost, we, we've gotten so used to games as a service, especially with fighting games, which are, like, generally always a service these days, in a lot of cases. I can't even think of anyone's that want to trend towards the old way of doing this. And this is a company that, like, I guess their last major fighting game release, there was Marvel, and then there's Ultimate Marvel. So, we have no idea if, is there going to be a super DNF that comes out next year that has five new characters and a balance patch? And they're just going to say, like, yeah, Swiftmask, the, the characters that are busted are fine the way they are, and, like, damage is fine the way they are, and awakenings are fine the way they are, and, like, characters are, everything is perfect, and, like, we're not going to touch it, or, like, we just don't care enough? It's very interesting, because I think in, in any other case, if things are, in, in multiverses, I have to have that same thought where if, if, I, maybe something is out of control right now where it's just busted and we haven't figured out about it and and then what is this multiverse uh we we, we talked about this one time and uh, <laughs> so it's never so we'll never talk about it again multiverses is the wv the wb smash brothers um just just like in beta um might not be in might not be in beta by the time you hear this and um it's it, it is a game that will surprise you with how much wb owns i think that is yeah one of the main core conceits about this is that you probably, if you thought WB, yeah, I know Warner Brothers. What is they're like Looney Tunes and stuff. What else? Animaniacs. Are they? They're Animaniacs. What else are they? They got Freakazoid. They're a lot of other th- stuff. They got Static Shock. They got weird stuff. Stuff you don't even want to know about. And uh, so, so yeah, this is a uh, arena brawler, right? Isn't that what they call these? A platform brawler. Platform brawler. So like in the vein of Smash Brothers. Um, uh, one of the coolest things, other than the bizarre franchises that are being leveraged, is that the game is a 2v2 game. I think it that's has, insane. It has a 1v1 mode, it, it has, has a... a free-for-all mode, and it has the 2v2 mode. Now, the 2v2 mode, though, 
it is, from what I understand, the developer's main concern. Is that correct? I feel like that's correct. I hope so. I'm I, not. I, I uh, can't say for certain. Uh, well, I guess we'll see at Evo, right? Well, I like, believe if this I, game is going to be at Evo. What's the deal? I, well, I have. I, I I will answer it. Yes, the two v two is the thing that they're focusing on. Um, I watched. I watched some developer stuff. Oh, I, I mean, I yeah. I have. I have to. I yeah. I, I believe that that we've already. Con it's already been confirmed that the Evo uh, uh, multiversus is going to be two v two. Yeah. Um. So. Ooh. So. Uh. It's got a. It's got a pretty buck wild starting roster um you got Arya stark who knew who knew in uh, and jake from adventure time who knew uh yeah garnett and steven universe um the iron giant Rick and morty soon to come and lebron james lebron james That's and he an looks amazing one. he looks incredible um He's coming out uh, uh three days from the time of recording yeah so so my my hope is that since DNF, so as we we move over and talk about multiverses, my hope is that what was for DNF, you know, I, we so often our friend group talked about DNF being that wind down kind of game where you could jump around and play any character, a party game. and it was going to be a party game, and it was going to be like the like Valorant. It was going to be between it, it. I I was hoping that it was going to be the blood like share blood kind of between it the be the the child of Street Fighter and Smash Brothers where it has you know easy inputs in the game and i thought it was going to be like you can basically just jump onto any character and kind of you know get the hang of how to play them and then it was going to be kind of something you just play when you're like drinking with friends or it's a late night and it's like oh, i don't want to do guilty gear i don't i'm you know my mind is not sharp enough right now okay we'll play some dnf um so my hope before multiverses gets mad sweaty and we're, we all get too good at one character is that uh, this game is is coming to rescue us and actually be a finally just like straight up enjoyable um, party stupid game. Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts so far on this? You were playing um, some online 2v2 yesterday and doing pretty well. I had I had a long streak I, I of haven't, winning. I haven't. Uh, I've only lost once on my main. Uh, and, how, and who would that be? Velma. Of course. So I chose Velma because uh, I really liked Phoenix Wright in Marvel. I like the idea of Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright uh, had this, you uh, are doing abilities uh, to gather evidence. And once you gather enough evidence, you can unleash this super mode. And Velma works the exact same way of uh, if you do, if you hit the enemy with certain abilities, a clue can appear. And if you collect enough of the clues, uh, you can do a super move that's uh, most likely going to kill the enemy. Uh, and I dig that. So I've been playing Velma, uh, and I feel like maybe she's good because people aren't privy to her plan. I I've fought a couple of Velmas, and it it's crazy how easy it is to just destroy the evidence. Like, you could just you could just go break it as the enemy, uh, but that doesn't happen. Uh, so yeah, I've been I've only actually played this game in uh, 2v2s. I've done a couple of 1v1s uh, with friends when I learned new characters. I have, but when it comes to like online matches, I've only done the 2v2. Mm -hmm. It's fun. Uh, I wonder how it will feel when ranked comes out, or if like ranked is a thing that I'll want to engage with because I I feel like a ranked 2v2. Oh um, yeah, no, I know you mean. Be, a good way to get annoyed at somebody making a mistake. That's how it used to be in Halo three. I played a lot of doubles. Uh, doubles were just like the two V two. 
so it really is just like you are depending like so much on your partner to do the right things. And also when you do the wrong thing, uh, you feel like such a piece of shit. So I'll have to see where where I kind of net out with like wanting to play a ranked version of this. Sure. It's also kind of interesting because um, the game doesn't do anything good to assuage those uh kind of fears or anxiety because at the end of a round the game shows you just how much damage you did and knockouts which is it's fine to have a number for it but you know that doesn't tell the whole story and oh geez if you don't think that that would cause tension obviously if you're losing a bunch of games in a row even like i even if there's like even if you have the, the the concepts of like support characters or tank characters I feel like you could you could just start to notice like I'm all I'm the only one doing the damage and getting KOs. What are you doing out there? You know, like I I feel like we're there's a problem here. I'm I got four KOs last game. Whenever whenever we win, it's me KOing. What are you out there doing? Um, yeah, uh, which is not you know that's not great. That's not healthy. Um, uh, but it's been really fun. It's a really good starting cast. Uh, I think it's it's interesting to see the way that they design the characters in this game. The characters um, are all much... pretty unique. They're not like, I would say that the average multiverses character is more complicated than the average smash character. Oh, most definitely. I guess, well, I guess there, there may be a, you know, I guess there's a conversation to be had around that with people who play smash. Um, because, uh, despite the, the fact that I, I will not, uh, respect them as a group. Um, I, I guess maybe there's more um, mechanics and stuff like wave dashing that are that are difficult. But I guess like at least the and and may, there's probably complicated weird canceling stuff and, and maybe we haven't seen that yet. And 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 it seems like the team at Warner Brothers is like you know really interested in this game. It's a real uh, labor of love. And maybe they'll uh, if any weird kind of interesting tech shows up, they might you know just love that you know it's the shaggy sandwich tech where um you can do an extra extra damage or get an uh, a crazy early ring out using this one simple technique um but uh the on, on paper it is true what you're saying because a lot of the characters also have like passive abilities or parts of their kit that work outside of their normal moves a, like a yeah. smash character is usually just like they have their they have their their side normal buttons their up normal button their down normal button they have a uh they have a side special button like they have the aerial different buttons but you know that's that's pretty much where a lot of that ends at least theoretically at least like you know initially and when before the play when the players get their hands on it like that's kind of where that starts and ends and for this game a lot of the characters have these like wild passives that work with their kits um yeah so for example when bugs bunny uh holds down he accesses an item box and can pull a random item out then uh when he hits you it, it you drop coins and if he collects those coins he can buy uh upgrades in a store like he could buy like a shield or like a bemo robot and, and, and yeah, then there's also uh, status ailments uh, that different characters have. So you could create synergies around different characters having the same status ailments, like Superman and Velma both have access to freeze. So, you know, they're good together. Arya Stark has, um, deals extra damage uh, from behind. Yeah, so these all are... sorts of little passives. Yeah, Taz um, puts seasoning on enemies as he's hitting them. And I, I think when he gets to 16 seasoning marks, he turns them into a, like, chicken, a comical um, uh, roast chicken that has, like, kind of no abilities. Uh, 
uh, Batman has all this kind of stuff to do with like a battering where he can throw it out and he can recollect it. Um, and that if he, he, he loses it, it goes on a cooldown. Um, and it causes like weakening. There's a lot of cooldowns. Um, there's a lot of cooldowns, and I think that's pretty cool because you get to make these Down. like strong. Yeah, you get to make these strong abilities where they feel great if you are able to pull them off, and you know you have that kind of dream scenario. Uh, I, one of my favorite characters is Shaggy, of course. Um, he's the meme of the Shaggy. He, they've gone full Shaggy Ultra Instinct meme, where um, his neutral B he uh, kind of sits there and powers up like a Super Saiyan, and then his next ability is super-powered, and he also drops Scooby Snacks that will um, empower his his ally if they pick him up. Um, so it's something that feels really good when you're able to pull it off in the kind of like a dream scenario. If you're able, if the enemy, if you're, if the enemy is kind of focused on your friend and they're beating up on your friend, maybe they won't pay attention to this. Or if your friend is like able to keep the enemy at bay for a second and let you charge this, this move for, for, for four or five seconds, um, you get like your, your, your next ability is so powerful that like the enemy has to be really concerned about, um, dodging it or not being, or, or making you, you whiff. Cause otherwise like you can just ring out people pretty early. So it's, the game is full of kind of cool stuff like that. Uh, dream scenarios where, you know, you could, you can imagine the character's kit and think like, Oh my God, imagine if, uh, I'm playing Taz and early or early on, I get a, uh, season the enemy and turn them into a chicken and just like, you know, spike them. Um, so, so it's, it's, it's been really fun though, so far, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty goofy and fun. Um, it needs more stages. It it doesn't have a lot of stages. It needs more stages. I think I can imagine, is there no way to play with items in 2v2 mode? I don't think so. That kind of is whack to me. Because I think right now there's only items in a free-for-all. I, I, I'm having a lot of fun with the 2v2 because I love the way that the characters synergize. I think this game doesn't work quite as well solo. And when we originally talked about this, there's so many positive things to say about this game. There's so many things that I find very fascinating that I like really... I, 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 you, I don't know. Like with the Nickelodeon one, I had zero interest. With this game, because of all the kind of stuff they're doing, it's so fascinating. I really want to see like the future of it. And like you said, like Evo, like what an unknown this game would be. It's so interesting to see what people would even like enter with. Would there be any sort of meta by then? Um, and how will uh, team synergy work? Because you imagine by the, the like by grand finals, like the the people who are going to be in top eight are going to have these interesting. Uh, character combinations and there's just characters that kind of don't work the same i feel like outside of a 2v2 the game is really gotta wonder if like what if there is a combo that is so powerful that we see multiple of the combo in the top eight yeah sure i mean that's video games who knows who knows like it, it could be that people like think they have like this secret tech and they're like holding on to it and, you know, like not revealing it, but then a bunch of people discover the same tech and they all bring it. It is. It is so fascinating. Um, that's like a whole nother thing that I that I, be bugs that, Iron Giant bugs. that I always think is super crazy. Um, going back to the history of fighting games uh, with how fighting games used to have such such a long period of time before balance changes. And it made sense because like sometimes they don't even find out stuff for old fighting games like until like a decade later, like there's shit being found out for Street Fighter three. Um, and so the, so that kind of stuff happens. But in, in, in newer fighting games, a lot of stuff does get found out quicker, and some of that is just the internet. So so if someone, it, it's it's usually more likely, I think that it's more likely that if someone found some crazy tech or something, that, you know, that video gets shared with, 
and people use that to increase their own like internet clout maybe if you're a multiversus or fighting game streamer and you find something crazy like it's more valuable to you probably to create a video that sh- that explains this v- rather than trying to win evo because no uh, like that's gonna be really hard to do this it's way e- if you just find the tech and just like explain like this is how uh, this is a crazy synergy for Wonder Woman and Arya Stark or something um, that th- that you can get a lot of views and that maybe people will like be interested in your channel or see what else. You know, I feel like there's more yeah. value to that right now in the current state of things than there would be to like, maybe I can take this tech all the way to grand finals. Because if you don't make it there, then like, who gives a shit, right? Like, I, I don't think that, that outside of top eight, it'll be like, oh, did you see in top 60, there was someone who did this crazy tech, but they weren't good enough to kind of close out the game is this anything and then they probably steal it for themselves so yeah usually when people find something crazy they want to be the ones to share it so that their name is on the youtube video and not um like someone else just saying like look at this crazy thing that we found at a tournament and this is how you replicate it um but it is interesting and it, it is really cool um i want to see any predictions um i couldn't say yet what is strong or not i think that the one of the few things that i would say at this moment and i friend friend of the show rob i'm speaking to you rob uh not everything like on the first hour of a game you can't tell if things are like broken or balanced it's very hard like it takes like weeks to months to kind of come out with with stuff like that it it, it kind of narrows down uh the Okay, uh, but come on. What do you I, think? I, I think that, that uh, Bugs is probably weaker. I think that uh, Harley Quinn is extremely weak. Like, I don't really know. She's one of the few characters that I like. I just don't understand. What about Taz? I think, we Ta- talk about Taz, I think Taz is strong. I, I, I don't know about, like, super... Sh- I, 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 I could tell you, like, he's, he's what characters seem worse. Yeah, he's got day one energy. So does Iron Giant and uh, Jake. I feel they have those moves like they both have ground pounds. Yeah. Uh, Taz has this tornado. And I feel like those type of abilities have such like strong day one energy sure. that people I feel like people are overvaluing those characters right now. Yeah, I think it's I think so far I really like Batman. He is like a yeah, he is like he, he it feels like he should be good because he has kind of a lot of the things that as a fighting game character you might look for and be like whoa that's strong like um yeah so his recovery kind of sucks so i guess that's fair but he has this like crazy good dive kick and that I is i think velma is so strong even without uh clues she her jumping side uh her jumping side attack is this this jointed flashlight that that has so many active frames so you just do like little bunny hops like you do like the shortest jump you possibly can and just like you you just you just kind of whiff this move and then if anyone kind of gets near you yeah she also has that what is that thing she does where she like yells at you to generate a clue yeah oh quips yeah she can quip and she it's like a it's a homing ammo it's an ammo cooldown based move that attempts to find uh teammates first and will buff them and otherwise it'll find enemy and deal damage it's so hard to deal with because especially when you're kind of if you're in in an uncomfortable no spot, or, or you're near the there's the no edge or something, dodging. yeah, there's only dodging. Um, it, it, she shoots these like homing missiles, and it's like it's like fucking Doctor Doom from from uh, MVC. It's like hidden missiles where you're just 
getting hit with these things and if they hit if one of them hits you it'll combo into the like the rest of them will kind of combo and so you really have to you know be so afraid of these and make sure that you know she's using them at a bad time or that you can get to a safe place if you're gonna get hit with these um yeah i I really the the characters that i'm initial i haven't gotten a chance to play a lot of them this is a good model by the way this is gonna be a free this is gonna come out as a free-to-play game um, so there's no re- no real excuse not to uh, check it out, and I guess you will probably be able to slowly unlock characters or quickly unlock characters with your wallet. Um, and there's a good there's really good cast uh, right now. You and I, I think got like the thirty or forty dollar pack. Or something. I have a sixty dollar pack. So I have a lot of character unlocks. I can tr- try out some of the characters, but the yeah, characters I, that I've I, tried out, I'm saving mine because I feel like the uh, the well, character well. unlocks are. Not very like like the characters unlock at two thousand gold, but I some of them unlock at three thousand. Some of them are three thousand. Rest assured, the characters will cost five thousand. Or be on. yeah, be like more expensive as time goes on. Sure. So I'm saving my my uh, tickets for expensive characters, provided I I play the game. I I love um this this I, I do really love this initial roster, and I've really enjoyed the characters that I've played. Um. It's hard not to play a character, and then, like, especially as you start to play them a little bit more, you're like, oh, my God, the kind of things that this character is capable of. It's so fun. Like, the just Batman combos and knocking people away and battering them with the weakness and then being able to, like, grappling hook. Like, you can just do some, like, dirty shit. Uh, But... Uh, are you tearing it up in this game? Because I feel like the, I've been really tearing it I, up. I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, it must be that we're like our MMR is low because I was playing with a uh, friend of the show, John, and I, I think we played like uh nine games and one seven like it felt awesome like we were just crushing it people who are higher level we we're still crushing them like yeah i feel like i was tearing it up i don't know if the, i i like I, I don't know what it is maybe a lot maybe of there is no mmr maybe there's no I mmr or maybe ranked um comes out. Ranked uh, people... comes out uh with the with the patch on the 26th i think uh, Otherwise, yeah. or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it comes out uh, August eighth, which is the start of season. It is always also the case that there's you get most the the worst people are playing it the earliest on. Of course, you know, like those are the that's the people who are gonna either like just try it for a little bit and fall off, or um, you know, it's it's the game is new, so it's cr- crazier, and you don't have to be necessarily good or have a good pl- game plan. And then just like every other fucking game, like after two weeks, it's gonna be after two weeks to a month, you know, it's gonna be you can only play these these combinations of characters and you have to really go into the practice mode and learn some like wild smash style um like technical combos and account for the way that people neutral tech and all this kind of stuff like i some of the biggest games i don't know if that's the case i feel like even apex legends like people are still pretty bad at that game it would be nice to have people be bad at something like you know how often i i i say it again like i i love valorant Fortnite, dude i, I love valorant i mean terrible no my game. god no i, I the, if anything the the recently playing recently watching the donkey video has just made has solidified the fact that i will never in my life ever play a single round of Fortnite. i it, there's nothing you know if kids want to play a game like obviously that's fine and kids play valorant and kids play anything and they'll play they'll play multiverses of course but um i don't really want to hear their voice and i don't really want to be on their team um, donkey specifically was playing like an among us sure and and you're Which... so you're saying that like that's populated by children do, do oh ch- it's got to be right do children like uh, i i wouldn't think i guess they i can imagine i'm liking among us. i don't i don't they're know obsessed with among us. i don't know among Fortnite us, Fortnite is free, and Among Us is. Yeah, um, 
uh, I don't know. Like, I, I, I wish, I, I just wish that there were some times where I could log into Valorant and just like, th- there's times where you want to have good fights where you want it to be a close game, and there's times where you just log in and you're like, life is beating me up, and now I want to beat up on someone else. Now I want to have a really like, you know how good it feels to play that game when people like suck at shooting you, and you're just like walking onto site and just, you just yeah, kill when someone. When you're the main character, when you're when the main you're character, Wick, you're yeah. the, when you're John Wicking in that game is like still. I don't think that I don't even know if another game has compared to the that feeling. Like I always love CSGO and Valorant at its best or like when I'm clicking at it or I'm playing like bad people and they just don't know what they're doing and you're just like you just feel amazing you're just killing everyone you feel like it's slow you're getting in your bullet time in real life you're I, getting I get shots. that in League of Legends for sure of yeah. like uh when when you show up on the screen people walk away sure like they're afraid of you or, or they'll send like three people to your lane and you kill them all. We, we always say that, I mean, League of Legends has this in a much more literal sense where yeah. where people get fed and it's uh, obviously like, it should this should never change. This is amazing. Um, it's why people play MOBAs probably is like to get fed and get out of control to the point where the game is your sandbox and people are like terrified of you and they have to you know, tiptoe and do everything right. And then meanwhile, you're over there doing like buck wild shit, doing whatever you want. Like you're getting to like 3v1 because you just are like autoing them for a quarter of their health. Um, And that's an awesome feeling. So yeah, in League, you get to the point where you are a raid boss. Um, In Valorant, you never like, nothing makes you better. But I, I have always felt since day one that as someone is like getting kills, they probably... Are getting more confident and they're in their play and they're doing maybe some like wild choices and they're also probably i think what i noticed what happens for me is that if you feel like you're winning so well and that you're you can start to play disrespectful you feel like you have the time to line up a shot whereas like if you're getting like killed instantly you feel like whenever an enemy comes on the screen like you just got to shoot like you don't maybe yeah. you're maybe you're not shooting at them yet but like you just got to shoot wildly because you got to get done there's also a psychology to it where if you're performing really well, people will think, okay, we need to take out character X. So character X holds here. So we need to go there. We need to flash it out. And you actively, like when you're ahead and you're like consciously thinking about it, you're feeling yourself, you know that people are going to do these things. So you change it up and then you get to just continue the cycle of like destroying them just by like, holding the opposite angle yeah so that is absolutely true like you're like you're feeling yourself so you're playing kind of out of the the worse you're doing the more you're probably playing safer you start to get more passive you play further back on site you make you're not making these big choices whereas like if you're playing wild you might take take like unorthodox angles and just say like even if two of them come here i'm probably going to be able to duel them like who cares so like they you get them caught out uh unaware um, but I think there's also always that thing where we've always been in, we've been in those lobbies before where just some one character just starts going out of control. Like they get 30, 40 kills or something like that. And then even when you see them on the screen, it's not even like your mind is really doing it. Maybe it's just like you've been getting wrecked by them for 20, 30 minutes, but you have that moment where it's just like, oh my God, here's this brimstone. And then you just, you're dead. <laughs> like you just like, like they have like boss raid boss energy. Maybe you see them and you're like, I got to start firing. Cause this they guy has been like tapping armor. me. Yeah. They have plot armor. It's like this person has been like headshotting me all game if i see them i have to just start like spraying because if i don't get lucky here like you know they're gonna kill me and then of course that's just giving them time like they're just gonna be able to like line up a a good headshot league league has been fun has any has there been any um big major changes i know there is belvita came out we talked about that 
Uh, there's a new character. There's another one? There's another character. Have you heard of Neela? No. The Joy uh unending, Oh yes, yeah, I saw the I saw the um the video. Like water sword. Yeah, I saw the video for her. He's out. What's her, what's her deal? Uh she's kind of like Samira. Uh she's a close range AD carry. Uh she has a skill shot where if you land it, your autos uh get a longer range and deal splash damage. Her people are she is a very overloaded kit where she like does too many things. One of the yeah, things that, that she does is now. she uh, grants bonus XP to herself and to uh, her lane partner, which she needs because she has such a like miserable early game. So that's sort of like the compensation. She also, um, if an ally uses a heal or a shield near her, uh, she gets a portion of it and gives it back. So, for example, if there's a character, e even a character that gives themselves a shield, so like... If Yasuo gets a shield, she gets a little bit of his. His her her ally. Her ally, yeah. Okay. So other than that, she has a dodge. She's the second character in the game, I think, that can dodge autos on an ability. The other one being Jax, and she has a her wow. So that's is so. Like a, is that not bizarre to you that after you know now that as characters get more and more wild because it's hard to find it's hard to, it becomes increasingly hard to like make a unique kit or make a unique. Uh, mechanic that that dodge that jacks dodge for the, the jacks launched with the game he is a starting roster champion and then like what how long how old is league like it's a decade old right over it's over, over a decade old so like so that years. was a that a, that is a mechanic that a launch character had that by the way when you explain it dodge not that crazy right like it's something that is easily understandable it's very it's a very readable kind of thing right you know like it like you, if you know a character has dodge during a certain ability um your and your auto attacks aren't doing damage they're not doing damage um it's just yeah. really it's so interesting to me that that of all mechanics is getting its second character yeah and she can while she has the dodge buff she can walk through her allies and grant it to them briefly that's fascinating and her ultimate is a giant aoe circle around her that is like a waterfall that like a like a riptide that sucks people in so it's this interesting thing of like she is an 80 carry but she wants to be in the middle of team fights and is kind of like always in danger but can rely on like the healing and shielding of her allies to try to survive so i i mean the what, other what thing are the initial impressions of like, her uh that she, well well she got hot fixed she came out ridiculously strong Okay. Um, wow. Otherwise, yeah, I, I I feel like she just kind of slots right in. I I feel like she sort of has the same issues as Samira, and and I feel like she's going to be one of those characters that like people will one trick this character, like the way that people do with like Vayne, where there will be one tricks that are going to be able to like take over the game all by themselves. But for the but if you're like someone who's like, well, let me just try this character out. Uh, you'll probably like lose your first 10 games on this character because they're pretty hard to pilot. Like their very short auto range makes them really challenging to play as. But the, are the they are they literally um, melee or are they? Oh, it's like yeah, they are like straight up melee auto. Okay. I don't think they count as a melee character, uh, but they are melee range auto. It's hard to work with, but also uh, they reworked Sivir, so it, it, it's been interesting because like even though the uh, drip feed of characters has slowed down from when we used to play this game more often. Characters are getting constantly like reworked and they're getting tuned and it feels like every patch 
uh, there's new characters to play. Yeah, so and, there's, and there's already really a lot of characters. Exciting to play. Yeah, there's a lot of characters. League is in a good spot. Uh, it feels that way, yeah, despite Riot being in some weird situations right now. How so? There's a, yeah, there, well, there's, a, uh, what is it? Uh, they were just ordered to pay, like, $100 million in sexual harassment lawsuit. There was um, this post that went trending on Twitter about uh, there was this female Riot employee who made a post saying, uh, if you are a female working at Riot and you take a picture of yourself on a swimsuit and posted on social media, uh, HR will ask you to take it down. Meanwhile, there are men at the office who are wearing t-shirts with women in bikinis and in swimsuits on it, and there are HR rules in place specifically to protect this behavior. That is bizarre. That's so bizarre. The, the, okay, the, the first part is like, that, that, is, that is weird. Um, I, I feel like what HR is doing is that unfortunately increasingly real thing where men are too stupid to like handle themselves where i guess the the thought is is well um we're gonna we would have a good uh workplace if not for like if one girl joins it and then they post a kind of okay attractive picture that uh, everyone's gonna get horny and like that why is that an why is that an issue um why does that ha why can't people just be adults and um not do that uh, and not be weird to their their coworkers but it's a, but it's the 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 definitely the weirdest part is that it's the, if there's any sort of like there was an issue one time with someone wearing a swimsuit uh, a shirt with a hot like skimpy girl and we doubled down we put we're pen to paper to say that like this will be allowed that is insane yeah, that's pretty insane Tech is weird. Um, I've never been in tech. Um, I'm sure it is like a bizarre men's club. It just sounds like that. And it sounds like it, like it, it, we're not at the point where it's gotten better for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I mean, you know, they, Riot still make, is they make good products. A, Riot is a big company and there's like some weird shit with them always. Yeah. They're, they're definitely not a small company. Um, and as long as I think the, it's not, it's never bad. Like it's, of course it's bad when these things happen. I'm not saying it's not bad when these things happen, but the 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 actually bad thing is when the company covers it up. You know, that that's the the bigger issue is if that kind of stuff becomes aware and then they, they don't make the they don't do the correction, like they don't make the adjustments to make that behavior not happen again or to fire people who are like that. You know what I mean? Like it's you, it's not bad that the, it's not bad for the company that they got one creep working in front of them or whatever. It's like show me 10 people i'll show you a creep but uh it, it's when the company doesn't make the adjustment or the company's rules are in place favor the creeps that you have the issue. like uh like allowing you to wear like having a rule in place yeah that's that not good men can wear bikini yeah also, that's not like good that's how, weird how socially stupid do you have to be to go to your job where like i don't care where you work yeah. Unless you work at the unless no, you, you work could, at you the, could actually end the, the sentence with with like why are you wearing that in public or like outside or why do you own that? Unless you work at the bikini store. I don't want to see you wearing a shirt with the bikini woman on it. The no, you don't work at the bikini store. You work at the bikini shirt store. They don't have any yeah. bikinis there. They only have shirts that have bikinis. And they have those shirts that look like you're wearing a bikini. You know what I'm talking about? The white shirt that has like a Oh yeah, I know yeah, like a, a slim figure wearing bikini. I know the one. Old women love to wear this one. You've seen this before. I know the one. I know the one. I know the one. No, it's so I, I you, I feel like 
the the kind of person that owns a uh, a like sexy um, swimsuit, maybe like bordering on like hentai Ari shirt, um, is the same kind of person that's just like, why can't I find any women? I'm such a nice guy. People what is were it? saying that this lawsuit is going to be what prompts Riot to finally release Pool Party Ari. Why? Why can't I find it? This is I'm such a nice guy. I. I always, I, I wear my, why can't I find any women like Ari? I wear this shirt so wear, that women know that I like that, women. That I'm a nice guy and that I'm straight. I why, respect women. I put it? them on my t-shirt. What is it about my behavior that is not attracting women? Oh, I, I just can't tell. I mean, I, I commented on my coworker's bikini picture to tell her, ooh, you look super hot. Um, and then she told me I'm married, Mark. And then, you know, what happened? I was being so nice. Why should you divorce that loser and get with me? I, I'm the one who desi- who uh, turned Lucian's uh, queue into a bunch of minions. I'm oh. the one who figured out minion pathing. I'm a good guy. They just won't give me a chance. They just um, won't give me a chance. What other games have you been gaming? I uh, briefly played uh, Compound. Have you played? Have you seen Compound? Have I, you heard of I Compound? I have not seen or heard. Nor As heard someone of with a VR headset, I, I feel like you don't have your ear to the ground on on the VR space. That that you're right. So I played uh, Compound, which is a sort of a, it, it is a game with the graphical stylings of like a Duke Nukem 64, uh, but it is a roguelite uh, first person VR shooter where you're going through dungeons, uh, picking up weapons, getting new perks, and just uh, that's it. That's the game. So far, I only played the demo, but I do plan to pick up the whole thing. It's getting... It, it is currently sitting at 97% positive out of 1,200 reviews. This came out uh, this week, the 19th. So brand new, fresh VR game. They've got the Steam VR Fest is going on right now. So uh, if you're looking for some, for the hot VR games, they're all on sale. Oh, yeah. Then what else? Is that is that the games, James? Uh, well, I didn't I didn't get to play uh, Into the Breach yet, but. Oh yeah, they got uh, an update. Into the Breach just came out with like a major update where they uh, uh five new squads, uh ten new boss battles, twelve new missions, four pilots with ten new abilities, forty new weapons and equipment. That's a lot of stuff. That's a lot that's of a lot, that's of, a lot of juice. That's a lot of content. Uh and that game is uh deck ready. So you play that right on your Steam Deck. Wow. I've also been playing Monster Hunter Rise Sunbury. How has that been so far? Are you to the new stuff? Finally, I got to the new stuff. It took me 30 hours uh, that is not to great. get to the new stuff. That, that's It's like fair because it, 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 it makes sense. Um, the new stuff should be hard and pushing the limit. So you shouldn't be able to like kind of walk in. But there should be. Didn't they usually just give you like super powerful weapons that make you coast all the way? Okay. Do you still they have did. those? Uh, I do have those. Well, they're not. Yeah. So they give you um, the ability to craft uh, that for any class. Uh, you could craft all of them. Which is kind of cool also because that means that you could, um, at the start of the new expansion, kind of like have an outfit of all the different weapons to try out. But it still takes a long time. And I partied up with people. Um, I partied up with Alex and Nate. Um, and I got to say, I did the missions faster when I did them myself. But I, I partied up and we went through all the stuff together and it took longer than it should have. You know, I feel like if, if you really tried to push... You could probably do it in 20 hours. You could probably get from the beginning of the game to the end of the game to end game 20 hours and start sunbreak. Um, so, so here's the downside. The downside is that 
the fun thing about Monster Hunter, which which you recently learned when Sunbreak came out, is you kill a monster and you get excited about what is the what is the gear going to look like? What is the gear going to do? You look at the gear and you're like, oh, that would be so awesome if I were playing like a light bow gun because it has like these light bow gun skills. So I'm going to get I'm going to build this gear and then I'm going to go find a light bow gun and I'm going to I'm going to mess around with it when you're doing the the gauntlet run and you're just going from I want to get right to the new content. I'm buying this this I my situation is I played Monster Hunter Rise on the Switch like most people who played Rise. They played it on the Switch, but Sunbreak uh, came out day and day with the PC. Obviously, I'd prefer to play it on PC or on my Steam Deck. So I rebuy the game and now I have to get from the beginning of the base game and I have to get to the expansion content. So I'm doing a gauntlet and I I'm killing things as quickly as possible. I'm not deviating too much with my weapon choice and they're outfitting you with a really powerful weapon and really strong armor. So for 20 hours of the game, you're not changing your armor. You're not looking at like perks. You're not getting excited about drops. Yeah, that's pretty just, whack, actually. You're right. You're just killing the. You're just getting through it, you know. Um. So I did it though. I did it, and now my reward is that I get to play Sunbreak, and it, it's been great so far. It is. <clears throat> surprising how much new stuff they were able to add they what is new other than the monsters so they modified the maps a bit oh, they cool. added uh new i don't know that they added new areas but they added new types of endemic life that will like sort of and traps and things like that well that will change the way that uh you encountered monsters in certain areas they added uh so far i've only seen one new map i have a feeling that there's more than just the one new map Every class has gotten several new switch skills. I think that every originally there were three switch skills per weapon. So in addition to adding new content and new abilities for each weapon, they also now have at least five switch skills, maybe more uh, for every weapon. And some of them really change the way that you, you use the weapons. Uh, so some examples that I've used are there is a new. Did you use the bow at all? Uh, yes. So the bow has a new ability where you could jam a stake into the monster and it creates a new weak point on the monster where like you see the stake sticking out of them. And as you shoot for, arrows for everyone into or it, you only you, uh, I'm not sure if it's everyone, uh, but you're shooting like it might be everyone, but you're but it essentially creates a new weak point on the monster where then you're like you're you're procking that stake. You're like blowing it up. And it's like reacting differently to your different uh, like coatings. Like if you're using like a paralysis coating or a poison coating and things like that, it like works off of those. The heavy bow gun, for example, has two new firing modes to it where it used to just be like you run around and you shoot things. In in previous games, the, the, the heavy bow gun actually had more going on and they've sort of added some of those mechanics back and uh, added new ones. So now the heavy bow gun can charge up shot, uh, which is sort of like a, a risk reward thing. But then there's this other uh, stance called like the crouching stance where you effectively become a turret where like you focus in, you like crouch down, you can't move, but you like rapid fire at your shots. You don't have to worry about reloading. Uh, and you're just like, you're just really laying on the damage. Uh, but there's like a meter that's filling up of like overheating your gun. 
So that so you have to be like sort of conscious of overheating your gun. But the other thing they added is there are now switch. You, you could switch between your switch skill. So you could have on the switch skill where you're like uh, rapid firing your gun and you're going to like overheat it. But then when it's like almost on the verge of overheating, you could just like switch it. And then instead of having the the crouch fire, now you have the charge bullet. So it, it's Any switch interesting. Skill or like you have to load up with like a few that you switch between or something. You can you can um, come in with two loadouts and switch between them. But it'll switch all of your switch. Like you could have like five separate switch skills on each loadout, mm -hmm. and then like it'll switch between all five of them, and it's dash cancelable. So you could do like these things where you like uh, you do this crazy move that puts you in uh, like a lot of like stun, and then you use the switch skill cancel, and then you can evade out of that. So it's creating all of these new combo routes where you do this really unsafe move. You switch all of your switch switch skills. You do an evade, and then you could do like another switch skill off of that, or just like another ability. Uh, Dang! How what's the cooldown on that? On switching? Uh, there is none. Damn! So people can get like mechan really mechanically insane with this. There have been some uh, really insane speedruns, specifically for greatsword, where people are killing monsters in sub one minute, which you, I don't expect anybody <laughs> like like. You can't watch these videos and be like, oh, well, I guess I'll just use a greatsword and farm monster. Because when you see what they're doing in the speedruns, it's not just that they're like insanely skilled. It's also that they're very lucky. Sure. Because... Yeah. Usually it's it's times where like this is this was the this is the run that they they're showing you because it just so happened that like they backed up and charged and the monster like accidentally you know like fell in front of them and then they hit it in the head and then the monster had like a different like everything works out perfectly you know yeah so it's it's been really exciting it it is cool to the you you've never played the g rank of a monster hunter but in g rank the game gets buck wild it is always have i not i thought i played a little bit of it did you maybe, play maybe. iceborne no then you haven't played g rank because uh sunbreak uh there was no uh G rank in uh, okay. Rise to right. begin with. But G rank always dials it up to 11 of like all of the armor has like a ton of abilities on it. And the monsters have all of these new abilities that you need to be aware of. You really need to be like using the environment in clever ways. And uh, it, it's always just been like people, when it comes to like Path of Exile, people are always like the game starts when you get to map. And, and I feel like people have the same philosophy when it comes to Monster Hunter of like the game really starts when you get to G rank because that's when the monsters are using their full kits. That's when you can build like all the crazy armor where you're building like mixed sets of armor to, to like really come out with like specific plans. And some of it is like pretty. And because of the way that uh, Monster Hunter Worlds kind of revolutionized so to speak uh really reworked the way that monster hunter perks work and made them way more intuitive and simple to understand and now we're at a state where rise just overall has better more interesting armor sets better looking weapons and and also like all of these cool transmog abilities that you have uh it, it really is like such a great collecting game of just wanting to collect all of the different things to build all of these mixed armor sets that synergize with like a very like, and this is especially true for like guns 
and for bows and, and for really any of like the file based weaponry, like switch axes and, and uh, charge blades, but of like, a, you see a, you, you, you find a monster set, like you find like the Ragi set or something like that. And then you're like, oh, this set is almost perfect, but I would switch out this with like the Permitar Greaves or something. And then it's creating like the perfect skill set for this one weapon that uses this specific rapid fire and this specific bullet type that I'm just going to become like insanely strong. And I feel like right away I found one of those in like, like in Sunbreak and I'm just like coasting. Cause like I found like this really strong setup and now it's just like thinking about like, well, what am I going to find next? Like that's, and then that is such a drive in these games. And it's why these games become like an addiction. Sure. Unless you got your friend who tells you this is what you're going to find next. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is that video games? Those are video games. Those are video games. Wow. Wow. What are your current, I didn't ask you this with DNF, but what are your current thoughts on it? Like what do you, you definitely don't like, you know, Guilty Gear as much right now. There's a, there was a pretty big patch and it's really shaken up the um, supposed like kind of tier list that people are are going with. I mean, I think you've said before that if you would go to back to Guilty Gear, you'd play a different character. Um, yeah. Uh, what are, what are your, 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 you definitely like uh, DNF more so right now? What are your what are your current thoughts on it? Um, <clears throat> I think it's a fun game, and I think it's a bad fighting game. I think that there are. It's interesting that I, I feel like. I've never played a fighting game before that has so little emphasis on mix-up. And so it's it's this weird thing of the characters feel very flowcharty. Of I, if, know, we never mentioned the guard break thing, which was not like a week one yeah. problem, but now there's no um, like high low mix in this. And there's a little bit of high low mix on certain characters, but that's like a more complicated thing. There's no like stand, uh, you know, standing overheads, and there's also a guard button. So when it comes to characters that do stuff like quickly move to the other side of you, um, you can't really like you know technically like shock someone with that information. Um, or like mix up people with that because if people are just pressing the guard button, they can get out of it. And we, this has been something we've known for a long time. We've thought like maybe they'll include high low, but what has ended up happening is, in the current iteration is that there's a huge emphasis on uh, guard gauge breaking. Uh, so it costs like what does it cost? Like a hundred mana to yeah. to um, guard cancel. Mana. So so like you, you can you can um, break out of you know you do like an alpha counter, um, which is something where in your while you're you're guarding a but you're you're guarding the enemy's attack. If done like you know timed right, you can um, hit them with a move, canceling your guard and like knock them back. Um, it's a really it's really expensive because uh, especially in the beginning, like you only really have like a hundred mana, right? So you, you you don't get access to more mana till a little bit later on, and that's still like a, a huge um, risk because uh, sometimes they can either like they can bait it out or maybe be like too far. But even then, it, like it, it just kind of resets to neutral, and they might get back on you anyway. But currently, what's happening is that people aren't even trying to mix you up as much as get you in a position where you don't have mana to be able to like kind of get out of it and then just keep hitting you. Um, and, and it's pretty, you can break guard pretty quickly in this game. A lot of characters like do it uh, within, you know, 10, 15 seconds. And uh, that's been the way of, of like you uh, being more of a situational thing to open people up. Um, the, the, it goes back to, I think the flow charty nature. You can, you say that it sometimes gets to where like, the enemy used um, their their uh, reversal or spent money spent their mana on a um, on, on a combo, and now they're low health, and you're hitting them, and you have 
mana. So you're just going to do this and keep hitting them and canceling to keep ha- putting them in guard until you break their their guard and then do do uh, damage. And both of you knows that like you're not going to mix them the other one up. Like you're not trying to like like do like crazy high lows or side switching or anything that's like at requiring them to be active. They're kind of just sitting there guarding and, and knowing yeah. that you're just going to keep hitting them until guard breaks. And like that's a shit position to be in. I don't. I've never known a game. I don't. I can't think of any game where the where guard break wasn't kind of like an off mechanic that was generally more implemented to make it so that you couldn't turtle completely. Yeah, well, guard break is usually also like a pretty high-level mechanic that you're using against specific characters. Uh, so you see it in specific matchups in Guilty Gear, right? Like if you're uh, like fighting Amelia or an Eno or something, and it's like they have Oki pressure on you, you're going to yellow RC because if you're lucky enough to get the block then you don't want to yeah guilty gear actually has a kind of different thing where where you don't want to be blocking because in guilty gear you build up a risk gauge and that increases the damage that the enemy does on their next touch so if the if you're just sitting there guarding then you increase this gauge that makes it so the next touch the enemy has will do a lot more damage this is like a different thing where they're like they're, they're you're sitting there blocking and then you have a guard break and then you're just like then you just go into this big stun animation where the enemy can get a combo going I, yeah, so, so it's weird. I, I have fun when I play it, but this is a game where I will, I I have no interest in the ranked system. I don't, because I think it's a bad fighting game. Like I, I don't, the more I've watched pro play of this, the highest level, the less I want to play it because seeing what the upper, like what the top of this game is, which by the way is like two or three characters. Uh, doesn't make it look. It it doesn't look good. Look, it's look not appealing. a good look. Yeah, sure. Like it doesn't like the characters that are strong are Swiftmaster because he's one of the only characters that has everything. Uh, yeah, he has everything. He has high low mix up also, um, and he's very fast. And then you have Hitman who has a safe reversal uh, that, that can lead to an eighty like an eighty percent combo. So like you, you can never like count this. You can be beating the shit out of this character, and then they just need that one reversal, pretty much, to to end it. Yeah. So it's it's these these two characters. So Swiftmaster feels like uh, he belongs in a different game. Uh, Swiftmaster, if you took him out of this game and put him in Marvel, or you put him in Guilty Gear or Blaze Blue, he would feel like a great character. He would he would feel like he belongs there. But sure. in this game, where most characters are slow, uh, there's no air dashing or anything like that. There's no this air blocking or anything, feels, yeah. This character feels uh, out of place. Uh, he's great fun. He's, like, really fun to play, but he is, like, too oppressive because uh, he feels like he was designed without consideration for the rest of the-, the One thing that is very true about this, ca- this cast is, like, I think the characters are some of the most fun when put in a vacuum. There's sure. really, yeah. really creative, awesome characters um you play a lot of ranger and just, i've always been in love with that character since beta he's so cool like his regular buttons are gunshots like he feels slick he's a very like dante character that's like bopping around and doing a lot of like hoo hoo and like throwing his guns forward and throwing grenades and Flipping and like around, you flips. feel yeah like i feel like he looks awesome and, and he feels cool he's to, fun to play he's fun to play but he's but like a lot of the, the characters like they're not really fun to play against like i, I think I, i'm playing berserker mostly and if i had to say 
I think that's probably one of the best characters I've ever played in a fighting game. Like, as far as tier lists go, like, this is maybe one of the closest I've ever gotten to the top. I would say that outside of the the three or so characters that are that feel like they're just on another goddamn level like um uh swiftmaster is the best um with a bullet like it is not even remotely close most tier lists put him at like several ranks above other characters goichi the best player in japan said that he is sss and then there is a blank ss tier and then there is s tier and that's where you get hitman um i think he might have like striker crusader um there's some like like there's some really good characters. I think that uh, this character Berserker is like just insane. Like I think he's like just below that like A tier. Like just really has every tool. Has like insane turnaround damage. Like just wild good mix-ups. Has access to kind of everything if you do it right. And so I feel like he's very strong. But I can't imagine that he's fun to fight against. Like I especially when it comes down to. How much it damage? Feels like it's flow, it really is flowcharty. Yeah. Him how much damage time. he does is is just really annoying because once he gets in, like he is a really good at uh, uh, breaking your guard because his normals are extremely long reaching and he like he can just do these like kind of long block strings that cancel like very quickly into his install, which makes him like move faster and then do even longer, more powerful block strings. So. If you don't like punish or roll out of that one move while he's like quickly doing this install, which is like I think a lot of times it can be like pretty close to safe because he's canceling the last move he did. So you're still so the enemy will be in the block stun and you're canceling the block stun for this animation. So he has these like just long, absurd, insanely annoying guard break combos, and especially when he gets low, it's like he can just eighty percent touch you with the right mana and the awakening and it's just like that that can't be especially for like a a a ranged character or a keep out character like i just can't imagine it being fun to say like i did the right thing i made the right choice 20 times and then i made the wrong choice one time and then he did 80 percent of my health and that was the end of the round that's not you know like that's not a healthy fighting game yeah like balance kind of thing that's like frustrating um so so i guess so it's funny we're still looking forward to the next fighting game the last fighting game they keep fucking them up you know guilty gear and the next fighting game street fighter street fighter we don't have a date on that we don't have we don't have a date on that it would be nice if we got a beta or something i'm really it's like dnf just makes me itch to want to play more street fighter i've been thinking about downloading street fighter 5 again because that's like what i i think that that is the area where I can be the least um, like frustrated in, in, in a fighting game. Street Fighter lacks um, defensive options, but it, it, it also lacks damage. So a, a, a story of a round is like you don't have to be um, so like anxious about making something happen or getting in. You can be you can back off a little bit. You can play in different ways. You can like choose your moments because damage is like generally so low in that game that it's it's like a five or six touch fighting game like you 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 get to you know build all that psychology in into a round i think in in guilty gear i sometimes struggle to have the correct like um mentality about the strike throw reversal and like oki mix up because if you've been like if Eno has been putting you in block stun for like 30 seconds and now you get a hit you're like i gotta go in but sometimes she now she's she might have enough um, like uh, gauge to be able to reversal you or something. So you, I, I sometimes like 
you know, my mate, my brain just like turns off with how quick some anime fighting games can be. And that I like stop thinking about the old school style of like Oki or, or strike throw mix up that is inherent in street fighter. And that game just feels so slow that it feels like oh, I'm like, I'm going to make a choice to do something. And then based on what the enemy does, I have information coming out of it. So like, uh, like I'm going to make the choice to meet the enemy on their wake up, but now they reversaled it. And basically no one like do really did that much damage. Like they reversaled and and now they might get some pressure or something, but I gained some information. Like now I know like that, like maybe, maybe they'll, they'll keep doing that next time. Or maybe I'll think like they won't do it next time. Cause they'll assume that I won't do what I did. And like, I get to see that like psychology play out a little bit more in the, than in these games where you like kind of get touched once or twice and you're dead. And it feels like there's, sometimes not a lot of time to develop that uh like like strike throw or psychology or or feel like like you feel like you have to get in you know what i mean yeah, like you I, feel like you really got to get in yeah and i i can't stress enough how much of how how little uh first off high damage like leads you to feel like you're making few you're making fewer decisions it doesn't make you feel this way you, you straight up are making fewer decisions in around the higher the damage but in in this game also, because it lacks defensive options, you really do spend a lot of the round watching them do their combo. And hoping in, in you DNF, get the right time, yeah. In DNF, watching someone do their combo or watching them do their block string. And, uh, that, and, and you know, I, you could say like, well, it, feels, it sure feels great to land that combo, but I mean, it feels also that there isn't a lot of improv in combos so far. Yeah. And, that's a that's a really interesting point. Continue. There's, I mean, and and part of it is like the damage is so high, like so many things linked be, because so many things linked together. It, it's almost like there's an optimal choice always. It's the one that deals the most damage, or like you know, for some characters, there's considerations of like if you have this much mana, you do this, or you do the move that carries them to the corner. That's usually the one you go for. You do the combo that carries them to the almost always. Yeah, it's really interesting because I don't know what it is about, like, Strive, but Strive is, like, maybe one of the, for all its, like, po faults and positives and everything, I think Strive is, like, wild the way in which combos become so situational, but you understand how your character works. So, yeah. so like, I, I think about this all the time playing Strive, that it's, like, I'll, I'll do a combo and think, like, that's the first time I've ever done that combo because I just, like, I know the theory of the character and I assumed it would work. And, like, and what we're talking about also is, like, when you get characters in these weird situations, like, you you anti-air them, but they're super high up and you suddenly think, like, I, I, can, I can change my combo slightly to work if I do it this way with this much meter. And, the, and like, you get so good at it that you're kind of like free form creating combos because you just understand their theory and this game certainly yeah. does not feel like that like this game you know, feels like you learn reasons, a, a combo well one of the reasons for that is that in this game there are so few ways to open people up that the, the way that you open people up is so often a known quantity that there's no interesting combo entry point you yeah. know yeah you don't, you don't have anything like um, like, oh, I'm gonna, I have a block st string, but I have this much mana, so I'm gonna end with, like, an overhead and cancel, or, like, these kind of things that you might think about, or in Street Fighter, you might, um, end a block string early and see if you can get them to whiff something, or, um, do frame traps, and I feel like this game is, like, it's not even about frame traps, because if you have a, if you have guard break combos, like, why even frame trap, right? Like, for the most part, people are gonna also gonna, like, come out of, uh, 
out of block stun with a reversal if they want to press anything. They're not going to just like you know poke out of out of out of out of block. So it does create this mentality of like if the if if I if I don't make a gapless block string pretty much or just you know do a combo further for, far enough away from the enemy's DP um, that there's no reason to even do anything complex like flame frame trap or go for a grab because like the safest and best option is to keep doing damage to use your white health or conversion or keep using meter for putting them in 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 block stun forever you know like why would why why would you ever in, in guilty gear or in in street fighter you still have to get that hit so so if you keep doing some lazy block strings um you're not gonna like surprise them um, you need to do, go out and like do some weirder things, or go for grabs, or go for overheads, or go for. Yeah, there. So, so it does make me wonder. Like, so one of the reasons why also Guilty Gear has this sort of thing, and why Guilty Gear has more interesting situations, is because of faultless defense. So there's a few reasons for that. One of it is that because faultless defense can be entered into. Uh, in the middle of a, like you this is this is when a, you're when when you push two buttons and it it makes the enemy kind of slide it, away further. It, you're using super guard. Yeah, you're using your you're using your meter um, to make the enemy have more block push like more uh, like uh, hit push like kind of where they're getting pushed further away from you. They'll have a shorter but, combo, but you're gonna lose meter. But it's 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 an interesting uh, consideration because you're creating situate you're changing the way that like the the string is gonna go because you can enter FD at any point. Like you could be like, oh, I know that based on the block string that they regularly do, if I FD the first three abilities, the fourth one is actually gonna win, right? Yeah. So this leads to situations where. You're like, okay, I can't autopilot my combo because if I see them FD, they're gonna, I'm gonna whiff my fourth move, so I can't do that. I have to, so I have to do this, and if they FD, then I have to switch things up, and and I have to do a different move here. So, so that's part of it, and I do wonder what this game would be like if it had FD, and what FD would do in this, because there are two considerations, right? One of it is that you're spending mana to get an FD. Another one could be when you're FDing, you're creating white health. So, um, which could be a good or bad thing. Yeah. Uh, and the FD would, would essentially be a thing of like, you're using this guard and what it's doing is it's preventing the guard meter. Yeah. That'd be so interesting. So it's not like, so Oh, it, they won't, it won't deal. Ch it's not about chip damage. It's about protecting your guard gate. Yeah. I wonder, like, I don't, like, this game huge... does need like another defensive mechanic. Like I almost feel like we're at the point where it could use a, a burst because a uh, 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 friend of the show, Galloway. I'm, I'm not doing. I'm not doing the whole Galloway thing. But he said it, recently we were playing Street. Uh, we were playing Guilty Gear, and he said uh, I, you know, this is a thing, a moment that he would just say this. I don't know if he'd, he'd agree with this outside of this moment, but he, there is truth to this. He said that burst is the most interesting fighting game mechanic ever created. Um, it, it, it can be used in so many ways and it's so fascinating. It's something where, um, like you, it, it requires thought of both parties. Like the, the, you can break out of a combo in Guilty Gear and you have this kind of like short area where you push, where you push people back and stop their combo from happening. But 
there's all this, you know, there's there's all this thought about burst safe combos. The enemy will do combos where they know that if you burst at certain points that you can't get out of it, that they'll be able to block it, that they're are far enough away from it. Uh, then there's, there, there's, so there's thoughts about when you should burst, like, and burst baiting, like starting off a combo, but ending it, like you get a big hit on an enemy, a big counter hit, and then you just stop. And you yeah. just hope that, like, the enemy is going to mindlessly, like, try and get out of the combo and then just sit there and burst, and you can block it and then start pressuring them again. Yeah. It's just, like, and, fascinating and, mechanic. And from, for what from... it's worth, those considerations exist in DNF with uh, conversions and guard counters. Yeah, conversion. I think conversions remain very fascinating. Because um, you can you can uh, convert to cancel a combo if you predict they're going to try to guard counter out. So it's something I've done where I noticed Galloway would always guard counter... A specific ability that I had on Vanguard. So there were a couple of, it's only happened a couple times, but he would, I would do the attack and then I would conversion and watch him do the, the guard counter and then pop. Mm -hmm. Sort of like a burst bait. Yeah. Yeah. It's burst. Bursting is good. The burst is good. I've never disliked burst. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, like it, it, it is lacking something like that i feel like we're at that point i wonder i i don't know what would have to get changed i i want this game to do well because i still love so many aspects of it i i think the game look looks amazing sounds amazing i love that world like i like do you just love the way it looks in motion like the colors are so vibrant and pastel and i like the costume the character's costumes and co the, the skin changes kind of i the, the Just play DFO, you know. The effects look amazing and everything. DFO does not look the same. But um, but uh, uh, if DFO, if they came out with a new DFO, I mean, there's Project Barbecue. Um, and if that game, like that game, I could imagine playing the hell out of. Like I, I could re really imagine liking it a lot. Um, but but yeah, like I, I, I want the best for this game. But I don't know what would have to change. It 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 almost feels like it's too big to change because you can't just nerf damage. If you just nerf damage, then um, you risk, like, combos being as long as they are. And if combos are long and they're not doing damage, that's just boring. Like, if, if, if we had to sit through combos that were doing, like, half as much damage so that we got more neutral out of it and the, the game were a little bit slower, but they didn't change anything other than the damage, then you're just, like, looking at these, like, long-ass combos. Maybe it would cause people to uh, look for more interesting resets to... Uh, reset the, the damage scaling but you can't just like i like i mean one one yeah the point that people have said is like this is the one of the only fighting games that i've that i'm hearing more people especially like on the subreddit i, I there, there is this point of like this is the only fighting game where people don't have that like more is more um buffs are better <sighs> thing where it, you, the, marvel aiding did marvel and there's this con and in marvel games there's just thought of like if everyone's broken then nobody is and Whoever said that, you're, you're wrong. Is wrong. You're you're yeah. basically wrong always. It's like I don't even know what the fuck. Like, what is wrong with you? You have been proven wrong in history every single time. Where it's not like in Marvel. Like, you can't say that if everyone is broken, it it, 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 it it's everyone's balanced because no game has done that. Like, it has never. Marvel is not balanced. Marvel's horribly balanced. It has like two, three good care. Like there, like there's a couple good characters. There's a couple good teams. Like it does not work like that. But anyway, in a lot of games, people want buffs and they get angry with nerfs. This is a constant thing that we're always like, you know, looking at is that people, it feels bad to get nerfed 
and it feels good when your character just gets better, but then you create an arms race where the game is just getting, characters are getting too good and you're having to buff everybody. Um, this is one of the only fighting games where I've heard fans straight up say that they want nerfs everywhere. But people, you know, Swiftmaster has these long-ass combos. If you just nerfed his damage, then you would just be watching a loading screen half the time. You would, it would be it would be miserable. So what are they going to yeah, do? There, like, there have been times when I'm fighting Galway and I'm just like, we need to... This was actually like the second day of Galloway playing. Like this was yeah. less less than a week after this game came out. And I'm just like, we need to be able to fast forward through Galloway. Yeah. You know what's funny? Like, the, like my, my enjoyment of this game ended at that exact moment um and it's not nothing to do with him it's not his fault but so here's like an interesting little um uh like mini uh sort of like zeitgeist or like a sort of ecosystem minor a mini a mini sort of ecosystem within our friend group um we ha- when when you heard the last podcast when we were all very like you know pretty unabashedly positive on the game um just with some minor you know gripes or fears um at the current time we were all messing around with a lot of different characters and also like damage and the game felt a lot less optimal. So, so damage is lower. There's no, there weren't really guard break comp. No one's guard breaking or anything in the first, um, a, a week of it. And, um, I, yeah, like I said, like y- you didn't, it didn't feel like I had to be that good because no one else was like that good with their characters. Then comes Galloway who he didn't have internet for like 10 days or something after the game's launch. And he just spent time playing only two characters. He didn't touch any other characters. He just spent time playing two characters, spent, spending a, lab. a lot of time in the lab learning. In the hyperbolic time Yeah, like time in the hyperbolic time chamber, learning the mix-ups, learning how to play it. So I'm having a blast. I, I have only good things to say about it. And then I, I played Galloway for the first time. And then I'm watching these, like, insanely long striker combos. And she's, like, two-touch. And it feels like I have to optimize. And before that, it was, like... Oh, you're playing your, you know, whatever. You're playing your Enchantress. I wonder what it'd be like to play my Grappler and just like, just see how this set goes. And then when he came, it was like there was a level of optimization that was like. Then the Fire Nation attacked. Then the Fire Nation, then the the Gallo Nation, the Gallo. Then we became, we had, he had his Gallo way. And it felt like since he didn't know any characters other than Troubleshooter and Striker and he was so proficient at them it felt like there was like no fun to be had with any character that I wasn't already good with. So the only so the character that I was playing was Berserker, who is very good, as I said. I think he's, like, regardless of how well I do with him or how poorly I do with him, I think he's extremely, extremely strong. And Inquisitor, who is a absolute steaming pile of shit. There is no way that that character... She is horribly designed. She will get increasingly worse over time. She has... For whatever reason, like her, when you look at the frame data for her, you you see that like it's over for her. Like she cannot possibly ever succeed. She has the slowest buttons in the game. I don't know why they gave her the slowest buttons in the game. So like she will lose every scramble. She's gonna lose every neutral from now from here on out. She is such a poorly designed character. Makes no goddamn sense what she's doing in this game. So I had that. So those are the two characters that I had ended up playing the most. So I had to. I kind of had to drop Inquisitor and play more Berserker, and I couldn't play any of their characters that I didn't know well because they just weren't optimal. Like, if he's going to two-touch me and I'm going to play a character that I don't know that well, like, you can't do that. Like, like I said, like I said earlier on, the the kind of situation you find yourself in fighting games is that if you 
aren't don't know a character very well and someone you're playing against knows a character very well and they are like they're, they're optimizing things and they have these good combos and they know what they're doing then then you get way less guesses against them than they get against you so even if so like it becomes very difficult so playing against his striker was like is like in this game not even because he he's like joking about how his friends hate 50 50s and like yeah there's a lot like who likes 50 50s who likes dealing with like having to deal with like 15 high lows every second but um uh at least in these games where you have better defensive options um and the damage is maybe a little bit lower it feels a little bit different but in in this game it really feels like it, it is it's so sweat it's like i don't even know if, if i if i win in neutral for like five seconds against striker and do enough damage that i give her some some meter then like I, i'm dealing with all these like rapid mix-ups that are like happening too fast for me to like really react to and they, it's not fun and the combos are too long so like you you get like you, you deal with like a, a you guess right like five times and then on the sixth time you guess wrong and now you're watching a 15 20 second combo and it's like i just i don't want to he also like that he also has like a full corner carry so there like it, it sucks when you're pressuring striker in the corner and then he hits you and does an entire carry over to the other corner, and now he's one touch away from killing you. And that's nothing, again, like, there's nothing wrong with, uh, like, I think that 50-50s are healthy in fighting games, but when they're, like, this quick, and, and the, da no the damage is this high, and there's there's no defensive option, I can't, like, advance and guard him away, I can't it's, burst it, it him away, I can't yellow burst. Of, like, the one the one fifty fifty decides whether you lose or win. Yeah. Or like lose the round or not lose the round. Yeah, that, that, and that's not fun. It, it's it, it, I don't even know if striker is like it's not, they're not on the level with like Swiftmaster or something, which is even more sickening because our friend group isn't really playing those characters and I haven't really seen them online either. But yeah. But geez. Yes, it's a, it's a weird position. For At least a game there's multiverses, right? At least there's multiverses, right? I I said it as soon as DNF came out. I was like just a few weeks, and then all the multiverses is out. And I said it kind of jokingly, but uh, it's not a joke anymore. All right, now video is that games. is that it? Now it's never been a better time to play video games. Actually, this week it's not true. There have probably been games. better times. Funny, every video game that used to be out, for the most part, those are they're still all out. They're still out. There's there. more video games today than there have been ever. Am I wrong? I guess. So. Well, yeah, I guess so. No, I'm right. You're right. Uh. This has been What's the Deal with Games for the week of July 23rd. I know the deal. Be with you. Be with you. Uh, you can find us online at WTDGpodcast.com, on Twitter at sign WTDGpodcast, where you could follow, uh, get notifications about when new shows go live. And uh, you could also uh, follow us, subscribe on your iTunes, your Apple Music, your Spotify, or wherever podcasts are found. Uh, that isn't. I already said it, but thank you, Ryan Galvin, crying for the use of music, use the intro and outro. Uh, you can get it off the new album, Pop Songs 2020. It's I new. You can get it? You can get it. Um, you can find them at, at YouTube, where you can find links to all their merch, and their I own the album, and I own the shirt. When's uh, Pop Songs 2022? I don't know. I'm, I'm hearing some crying rumblings. Ooh, we'll see. I, I, I've seen like a, a lot of like funny um, crying-related stuff. Uh, like uh, One of my friends sent me um, a picture of a record store where there was like you know individual like labeled things for records and one of them they had a crying section like you know what i mean where like, there's a little like wow. you know dividers yeah. they had a crying divider and then i also what is even funnier was like some music 
um, uh, personality, like some, like maybe like a Twitter, or like you know, I, I mean, a like YouTube uh, music personality or something. Not Anthony Fantano, um, but someone linked something that they made where you know how they, you know those iceberg memes where the top, like, like it, it's an iceberg that's cut up by a yeah, lot of sure. different lines, and then then like in each thing, it's increasingly more yeah, insanely arcane for thing. Like, for like Wolfpack and all of the different Wolf Records things, where you got all the artists' solo projects and all that, yeah. Yeah, so so there was a thing that had like you know crazy bands that that like if you're really into modern music that you would know, and the bottom of the iceberg had crying on it. Nice. Yeah, right. You're gonna feel good about that. That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. And if you like deep cuts, make sure that you check out ooh U O O U U O O U. Oh, everything is happening. You know the song featuring Ryan Galloway from Crying. Oh yeah. I feel like if you if you really want deep cuts, then you want like and and this I am privy to this. This is some buck wild shit I'm about to hit you. But there was a time where Ryan Galloway and the singer of Crying did this uh, this cover of uh, I think Party in, Party in the USA. Oh, Party uh, in the USA. Yeah, sure. like like Galloway did uh, ukulele for it, and uh, they sang it, and. Uh, it was on, like, I think, I, I don't know what happened. Like, they put it out on, like, SoundCloud or something. And I remember there was one time where they went into, we were in a store, some, like, record, some music store or something. And then, like, I don't know if they were just playing different sound, things off SoundCloud, but they heard the, this party in the USA uh, cover with Galloway and the ukulele, and it was insane. That's pre-crying. Crying also uh, covered a church's song, Mother We Share, and was retweeted by churches oh the churches we share you won't find that one on spotify you won't find that one on um the seeds of volition are crawling Mm. a new challenger cometh well that would have been something you could say maybe in the beginning of the podcast but maybe not what not as it's ending yeah not as it's all right well uh thanks for the podcast everyone thanks for the podcast (laughs) thanks Thanks for telling me about your favorite video games. thanks for telling me about the video games i hope that you that that you as the viewer um, I'm talking about not you. Um, I'm talking about the viewer. Um, Me? Spent the not you. I'm talking about okay, the viewer. The other one. Um, I, I hope that they spent the oh, last wow. hour and uh, we're almost approaching two hours. It's gonna get cut down a lot anyway. Um, I hope that they spent the last all that period of time um, talking at their podcatcher or uh, at their at their uh, their screen. They just took the ear pods out or whatever. Um, right when we got to that part where we said that this is going to be about you telling us about video games and they just told us, they explained all of Stray and they're just now putting the AirPods in and, and I loved your explanation. Um, Good job. And, that, it makes that a lot of sense. Sounds, it's not for me, but I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Yeah. I feel like you could have explained it a little bit shorter and I think you got into some spoilery territory. Um, but I can tell that you're very excited about it and maybe you don't have a lot of people in your life that you can share this with. So I appreciate you telling me. And I, uh... No, also, um, that's it. All right. That's the end. What are you still doing here? That's the Ferris Newark. <laughs>